I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So Vic, do you think you might have ADHD? Well, listeners keep emailing me telling me that they think I do. So probably. Mind you, listeners also email us saying we talk too much about your mum's feet. So what do they know? Yeah, fair enough. I honestly had no idea about the connection between overdrinking and ADHD until we started this podcast. About 40% of people that have had any sort of drinking issues also apparently have ADHD. Whenever we chat to ex-drinkers, this comes up more than you'd believe. If you have ADHD or suspect you might, or just want to learn about this link, then we would encourage you to check out the I Have ADHD podcast. It's the place where adults with ADHD find research-based information, validation and tons of support. This is the best way to feel less alone and hear some of the answers to the questions you've been sitting with for too long. You'll hear detailed descriptions of what it means to have ADHD and enjoy interviews with the foremost experts in the industry so that you don't have to read those ADHD books that are collecting dust on your shelf. Yeah. Listen to the I Have ADHD podcast and learn how ADHD affects every aspect of your life. From the boardroom to the bedroom. In the podcast, you'll also hear about their ADHD coaching program, which is called Focused. Focused is made up of three pillars, courses, coaching and community. It is designed to help you build your own self-improvement program and is perfect for the ADHD brain. And you can get $50 off the course just by using the code SOBER, S-O-B-E-R. So if you're tired of feeling stuck and don't know where to start, listen to the I Have ADHD podcast. The kettle's boiled, Vic. Great. Perfect timing. Just a dash of milk for me, please, mate. Here you go. Shall we get started, then? Have you ever woken up on a Sunday morning and said, I'm never drinking again, and then found yourself waving 50 bucks at a barman by happy hour? Are you wondering why everyone else can stop at one, while you head to a dodgy after-party with a weird bloke called Disco Dave? If so, it might be time to take a deeper look at your relationship with your reliable social crutch, alcohol. On each episode, we'll investigate our own dysfunctional dealings with booze and find out if it's possible to stop this deeply ingrained habit before things get too messy. Yep, we're going to open up a shame shed of humiliating drinking stories to help you understand why waking up from a booze coma each weekend with a kebab sticking out of your top pocket might actually be negatively impacting your health. Hamish and I are here to delve into what it's like being sober, an unwanted warts and all look into why giving up those cheeky pints or putting down those mummy wines will make you feel happier, help your anxiety and mental health and turn you into the most sparkly authentic version of you. Won't that mean I become boring though, Vic? Well, Hamish, we'll just have to wait and see. I'm Victoria Vanstone. I'm Hamish Adams-Cairns. And this is Sober Awkward. We asked Alan what the best freebie he ever got in his whole life was. His answer was this. Probably those fizzy orange lollies you used to get at the little chefs in England after you'd finished your meal. 
I'm not sure if I've actually ever eaten at a little chef. They might have been before your time, Hamish, no, they're still little around. chefs. Are they? Yeah. You used to get this sort of really sweet, sort of pasty lollipop at the end. Oh, they were delicious. We I used to go, can we go to little chef so we can have a lolly? Really? That's yeah. how they get the kids in. That's how smart. they get the kids in, yeah. Real smart. Yeah, freebies. That's what I love. That's what you love at kids. Free sweets. It's as good as it gets. Yeah, it's it? as good as it yeah, gets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's basically the reason we've written this episode was inspired by this trip that you and I went on. Yeah. So Bonza is like the new airline on the Sunshine Coast. And they were doing their first ever flight to Victoria, which I think we mentioned on an episode. And we were t- treated to a taste of Victoria on arrival. Yes. Which turns out was mostly French food. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a, um, what's it called? A raclette. Raclette. Yeah. <laughs> there was... Uh, ice cream, coffee, profiteroles. profiteroles. It was all French food. It was They're all French. French food. They don't speak French in Melbourne, do no, they? No, <laughs> but we've both given up sugar. Yeah, and <laughs> you, you didn't even think before picking up profiterole. I was like, everything here I can't have except the raclette, which I had yep. two two servings of. But it made me think. Bloody hell, it's hard to say no to freebies. Well, there's no way there was a guy there holding up in his hand a profiterole that was stuffed with lemon cheesecake. Yeah. And it was free. There's absolutely, even if I'm on a strict no sugar diet and someone's handing that to me, that is going in my gob. There is no doubt about it. I wouldn't have paid for it. Uh, There's no way I would have paid for that because I'd be, oh no, I'm, I'm no sugar and I would have had to think about it. But I didn't have to think about it, and it was free, and I shoved it in my face. Yeah. It was delicious, I'm I must say. sad that you broke your no sugar thing, but yeah. it did inspire the episode. It so did inspire an episode, content. yeah. It was inspiring behaviour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me shoving cake in my face inspires Hamish daily, yeah. doesn't it? And now it'll <laughs> inspire thousands that get to listen to this yes. episode. Carry on eating cake. My issues inspire many. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Just keep keep being a total fuck up, yeah. and we'll change the world. Actually, our total fuck upery, our our combined yes, total fuck upery, is what this podcast is based upon. It is. Don't make the mistakes we made. No. Yes, that's what is it that, is. It, do we fuck up less now that we're sober? Because we we still fuck up. Yeah, I, I've got so much fuck up that it sort of fuels the rest of my 60 life. Sixty seasons of this show. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I've got so many stories of fuck uppery, Hamish, yeah. that we are never going to run out of content. Yeah, we're still good. We're okay, still good. good. We're good. still good. No matter how long I'm sober, we are good. And we can always just start diets which are really hard to keep and then yes. keep failing those and it's a whole other podcast. Yeah, we can just fail at many, many things. Yes. Yeah. So we did have a lovely trip. Thanks to Smug AF for sending us on that because that was a really good day out. And we had a right laugh. And actually, it's just nice for us to hang out for the day and not have any children and, that, and get a few freebies. That, that was the biggest takeaway. Yeah. We spent the whole flight just writing podcast episodes yeah. in, in silence. Yeah. And that was the highlight of the It was pure joy. It was awful. Kid free. In today's episode, we want to talk about those freebies. We're talking about everything from complimentary trips like Hamish and I had to free booze at an event or the bottle of wine your best mate's new boyfriend bought you for a gift before awkwardly finding out that you're sober. You know, the hardest thing about writing this episode, Vic, was trying to strike the balance between describing how much I love freebies and also not wanting to sound like a total tight ass. Mm, I'm Scottish. Yeah. Like, I get this a lot. We get told we've got short arms and deep pockets. Oh, yeah, short. Sure. Actually, your arms are quite stumpy and short. Oh, actually, try and touch your shoulders with the palm on your palms of your hands. Yeah. 
Yeah. Everybody at home, try and touch your shoulders with the palms of your hands right now and send us fit pictures yeah. of it. Oh, I'd love to see Because <laughs> you can't do it. It's the weirdest thing I learned that this week. Somebody must be able to do it. It feels strange that this is impossible. It I'm feels doing strange. it now. Yeah. If you're in like a tube, busy, you're going to be elbowing people. Yeah, don't do it on a tube. Really hard or impossible to do. Yeah, so you want to see that. So, uh, See, I learn something every week, Hamish. Yeah. Very useful things. Was that your child teach you that? Where yeah. did, how, where yeah, did you George, actually learn that? Uh, George taught me yeah. something you saw on YouTube, probably. Great. I have to keep reminding myself throughout the writing of this episode what it's really about. This is not an episode where I try and prove that I'm not cheapskate. It's about the risk that freebies play when it comes to your sobriety. Yeah, you're totally right. Whether you gave up alcohol to save money or just hate the idea of wasting a free opportunity, these sneaky temptations can creep up on you at the most unexpected of times. I call them unexpected alcohol or creepy alcohol. The stuff that is shoved under your nose when you least expect it. I'm not sure if I feel at all prepared to give advice on how to get over the temptation of freebies, but we hope that by the end of this episode you feel more prepared should these situations arise and more secure in your sobriety. Before we get into some of the freebie challenges we have faced in our sobriety, let us first, just for a bit of fun, talk about the best freebies we've ever had. This is honestly one of my favourite conversation topics. <laughs> yeah. It's not an accident that I've inserted this little chat. So what have you got for well, us? Well, my favourite freebie story, it's a way that I created a freebie. Mm-hmm. It's more of a like a self-creation. Is this of- you stealing a car? Is it almost, <laughs> almost, yeah, stealing? It's a freebie. No, you robbed someone. Mm, this is, yeah, it is actually. Really? Oh no! Okay, tell me. <laughs> I revealeth too muchith on this podcast, Hamish. So when I worked for STA Travel in uh, Oxford, people used to come in and want to take the tunnel over to France mm-hmm. for a holiday, and there was a deal on where if they brought Air France tickets, once someone in the company in STA Travel would win two free flights anywhere in the world. So any time anyone came in to book the Euro Tunnel across to Paris, I would tell them that there was works on the tracks that day. <gasps> so I lied to all the customers that came in, told them that the Eurostar was broken, they couldn't get on it, and they had to book an Air France flight. I went to fucking Cuba, mate. What? Yes, I won. <laughs> so every time... Anyone booked Air France, somebody that works for STA gets a free... No, any time. The person, the person who sold the most Air France okay. tickets won a free trip anywhere in the world. Whoa, you went to Air Cuba. France. Yeah, I went to Cuba. I won it. Everyone's like, how did you sell so many tickets? I was like, oh, I'm just really good at selling Air France. It's like my forte. I speak French. <laughs> yeah, so I lied. We're not going to get sponsored by the Channel Tunnel, are we? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going to get sponsored. Hundreds of sales. Hundreds of sales, yeah. <laughs> and I was like way above, soaring above yeah. everyone else in the points. And I had a brilliant time and I danced salsa on the cobbled streets of Havana every night. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, a few fibs here and there. It's quite <laughs> beneficial. Get a freebie. When I first met John, he bought me two free bottles of champagne. Mm-hmm. And that was the first ever freebie he gave me. Yep. And I decided to marry him on that day. That's how influenced I was on alcohol. He'd bought a free bottle of champagne for my sister and a free bottle of champagne for me so it was a gift of champagne yes. and i was like well this guy's good because he's giving me free champagne so the word the way you phrase that is he's bought two free bottles do you reckon he 
just got given two free bottles. You probably had them in his fridge, yeah. (laughs) Told you he bought them just for the the brownie points. That's so true. I remember telling you before, Hamish, that I, somebody delivered two free tickets to the Olympic Games in Sydney at my door when I was living in a share house. The person that I was, they were for, had already gone back to England and I signed for them and said thank you very much and sold them to go and party. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been a great freebie and tell him to just some cash and a piss up yes it turned into cash and a piss up and i didn't go to the olympic games yeah that is terrible isn't it Mm -hmm. um i did get a nasty bout of chlamydia for free once but i re-gifted that and passed it on to someone else (laughs) 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 they're all free they're all free stis that's one of the best things about them that is a excellent freebie (laughs) highly recommended okay so for me Interesting that your relationship started with the freebie because it's sort of the foundation of Liz and I as well. It was our second date and we got drunk and she said, hey, I've got 12 free nights in Japan, all five star hotels. Do you want to come? And I booked flights that night. Yeah. How how would you say no to that? Why would you say no to that? Well, exactly. Well, then, well, the flights were for nine months time. In the interim, she start a relationship with someone and I was like oh you should he should go like, yeah. I should not be the one so going so she'd anymore. invited you instead of her boyfriend she wasn't with him at the time right so, so I was like he should go and she was like he's pretty dull it won't last long sure yeah. enough it didn't okay. last long and then yeah it was like the first thing we did as a couple because we started going out when I was away farming yes and then our first time like hanging out as a couple happened to be in Japan that's amazing on the, yeah, we booked on the second day that is Crazy. so cool so yeah kind of the um like that is Liz's job. Liz gets load of freebies with her job, all free hotels. That's a very attractive thing to me. That is. Marry the girl that gets free hotels. Yeah, that is very attractive. That does sound tight and it's sort of true. We are tight. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You just reminded me of one with the free tickets. When we first bought a pram, we got sort of the, the second most expensive pram from this company and it didn't turn up, didn't turn up. The due date arrived, didn't turn up. We wrote to them, said, guys, where's the pram? And they said, oh my God, we're so sorry. We can see you ordered it months and months ago. Um, we'll send you the, the most expensive one, which we do have in stock. Oh, we yes. haven't got your one in stock. It arrived in time for the baby. Three weeks later, the original one turned up. Oh, so you had two, so you sold it. Sold it. Oh, Straight yes. away. Was it was still in its box, sold it. I think something to be said here for creating freebies, like <laughs> complaining. <laughs> I do that quite a lot. If something's just a tiny bit off, which oh, probably isn't deserving of a complaint, I'm on it. Okay. I'm the, like, right, I'm at my computer tapping away. What's the best going, freebie well, you've got via a complaint? Oh, I need to think about that for a second. Have you ever sent food back at a restaurant? Always. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. I'm sure I've got sent something. I have to think about that one. I can remember that happening quite a lot as a kid. People were like, oh yeah, if you complain about there being a, a misshaped Harry Bow, they send you like a lifetime supply of Harry Bow. Yes. That's the sort of thing they're creating, creating an issue with something and complaining <laughs> about it and then getting a freebie. That it's is a, a very, lesson to that learn. is a very English thing to do, isn't it? Well, I, you, the plane was two hours late, so therefore I'm going to write a letter to British Airways yeah. and hope I'm going to get a freebie. I think you can use your children for that quite a lot. Yes. I remember reading recently, it was a kid who he wanted his football team to sign a really expensive footballer they couldn't afford. So he sent them a letter handwritten 
very childish handwriting with his pocket money so he put like a oh, pound yes. 20 in there and off the back of that got loads of press got given free tickets to a game perfect so maybe you just need like all your kids handwriting to complain about <laughs> yeah, anything just, that you really just want just learn how to write like a child and write letters That's to massive true. companies write with your left hand yeah write with your left hand yeah. write, send a couple of quid and get some freebies from all the big massive corporations of the world uh, yeah okay good <laughs> good advice that's what we're teaching yeah, yeah. that's what we're teaching our kids um, other good freebies I've got free homes so in yeah. Paris well yeah I did this I went to this fundraising event at Lord's Cricket Ground that was for the charity that I set up in Rwanda and I met this Aussie guy who had a house in Paris I was living in Paris I was like if you ever need anyone to just pop in and oh, yes. do the cleaning he was like come to my office and I'll give you the keys he gave me the keys I lived there for 10 weeks it was opposite the Notre Dame it wow. had four bedrooms it was massive and all you had to do is clean it not even that. He said, I'll oh, give me 100 euros a, a week. And at the end of the 10 weeks, he said, oh, don't worry about that. Just give me some wine. God. Unbelievable. And then when we moved up the Sunshine Coast, this house. Oh, yes, you had a... You oh, yes. this house. I gave you this house. For, you didn't have anywhere to stay. So I yeah. said, come and stay at mine. So we had this for 10 I'd months. only met you for about five minutes. Five minutes over yeah. coffee. Um, and then a house on the Sunshine, on Sunshine Beach, which was extraordinary. We got offered another one that we couldn't take because we were in the mm. Sunshine Beach one. So a lot of free homes. I think you're a blagger. I think I maybe came across homeless or desperate. No, I think you're a blagger. Maybe. Which is different. A blagger would, for, to me, like a real blackguard, mm, would be you. somebody who sneakily is nice but gets stuff from it, uh, from being nice. So, okay. oh, he's nice. I, yeah, you blagged I'm me a, that day. I'm I was like, kind, oh, he's a nice, I did upstanding, not ask for this house. upstanding citizen of the world. I'm going to offer him my home. <laughs> Okay, so you say I'm two-faced. Underhand, yes. Okay, yeah, very two-faced, Hamish. Thank you very much. Uh, I also I got quite lucky. I really like football, and I'm quite lucky in that two separate of my closest friends' parents had boxes at football grounds through their work. Oh, yes, it's so who you Arsenal know. Arsenal and Newcastle, we got to go to boxes. And the best thing about boxes back then, free food, free booze. Oh, yes. So fantastic. When, you, when, I, when, I, when, when you're, you're a booze. When I was at uni... You're not eating a lot. Going yeah. to a football match with yeah. free food and drink. It was like Christmas. I had a weird night at a casino once where it was actually, we'd been at the Arsenal football match. So we were already at one freebie. Then we went to the, to the casino and we met this guy who was in there by himself who's Irish. He was in black tie by himself. Which okay. I like High him. roller. Um, and it was the night before his wedding day. And he thought, I'm just going to go out to the casino in black tie because it's fun to go out by yourself in black tie. And he kept giving us £100 chips. What? And he said, if you win, you can keep the cash. If you lose, don't worry about it. I'll give you another one. What? Really weird. Did you win? Um, I won. I was up overall, but yeah, not, not much. Well, he not just much. gave you the money? Yeah. God, that's pretty cool. Interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. Teaching you how to gamble at yeah. a very young age. Lovely. Um, I had one of my best ever nights in Sydney was, I don't eat oysters, right? Not into it at all, but... I, I must have been on like a ma like a mailing list of a of a pub that did oysters, and I was in Tasmania when they wrote me an email saying, "Do you want to enter the competition? You need to enter your favourite oyster recipe." Okay. And in Tasmania, there's an island off the bottom of it called Bruni Island, and Bruni Island is famous for its oysters, and it has like an oyster restaurant. And I was literally sitting there when I got this email. So their best-selling one was this marinade and this cooked in this. So I just copied and pasted oh, what yeah. they said the best one was into the competition, <laughs> and I won the competition. That is. So so the prize was you go to the pub where they do the, the oysters. You had like a $400 tab. 
Yeah. So I, we brought another couple and it was just unlimited food. I obviously ordered oysters, unlimited food, unlimited drink to your 400 euros, uh, $400 run out. Then they picked us up in taxis and took us to Young Henry's Brewery for a right. private tour of the brewery. Well, there's a lot of booze involved but in lot, all of these, always, aren't there? Always, always. Um, which we'll get into. Booze is always a freebie. Um, so private tour of Young Henry's Brewery and unlimited drinks. And then that night we happened to be going to the Opera House to a rave. Wow. So it was like this incredible day that ended yeah. at the Opera House at Rave. That's so cool. Your freebies are all quite high class. Yeah. Boxes at the football, yeah. oysters. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I'm not talking about mugs and pens, am I? No, you're not no, talking about no. mugs and pens. Whereas well, we, I, we have flights. I'm flights happy with a mug and, and pen. A badge. I like a nice free badge. Or yeah. a pencil case. I'm happy with that. Oysters. Oysters. It's like, different I hate level. oysters. I'd, ra- I'd, I'd use a badge more than I'd eat oyster. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, oyster was hopeless to me. And then we've got Fat Boy Slim coming up. We have that as our favourite freebie yeah, that's coming that's up. That's an unbelievable freebie. That is so exciting, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's some freebies that are okay. And there's some freebies that you can't say no to. Mm. Why would you? But whether that's a good thing or not, trying to expect everything for free, are you then disappointed when you have to pay for something? That's why everything sometimes feels... The more freebies you get, I reckon the more stingy you'd get because you don't want to pay for anything. I reckon that's the same with celebrities as well. So it's a tolerance... Yes, because the more free stuff is, the more expensive everything will seem. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to have a quick vent about the celebrity thing here. Okay. Because celebrities, in my eyes, are wealthy... And the wealthier you are, the bigger celebrity you are, the more freebies you get. Absolutely. That is not fair. It isn't fair. And even you you get sent stuff. And I'm not saying you're wealthy, but you've now got enough of a following that people want to send you free stuff yeah. so you can advertise it. It just doesn't seem fair. I think there needs to be like a website or there needs to be some way that we can redistribute the freebies that celebrities get. They don't want to keep because they probably just give it to their kids or to their yeah. friends. You should create an app. What should it be called? Uh, f- f- celebrities freebies okay it's original <laughs> it does exactly what it says on the tin yep or like free cycle there needs to be something in like them giving away free stuff show business Shh, okay yeah no, listen but that, <laughs> I'll work on we'll it work on I'll work on that one let's have a little look at the social science I guess a good place for us to start is why it's so hard to say no to freebies the word free invokes a strong response in our brains When presented with a free item, we are likely to assign a much higher value to it than when we would something that has been paid for. Emotion plays a large role in people's attraction to free items. When offered an unexpected gift, a positive charge is experienced and that sensation of joy is likely to impact the receiver's choices. I like that term, positive charge. I feel that sort of... It's like an electric zap. It's like, oh, it's free. Like you've really gain something mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting. you beat the system that. i you think that the is system. the feeling yeah and that positive zap that you get in your body when you feel that like freebie is good vibe people also tend to have lower expectations when it comes to freebies and these lowered standards are easy to surpass creating a positive feeling towards the product or experience when it does god we should have like what's the worst freebie we've ever been given oh yeah that is a conversation we need to think about often free dessert because i think they just get something out of the freezer some ice cream when they oh, say yeah. oh sorry sir your food's been awful you can have a free dessert and then the dessert's awful just, i'm like oh for yeah. god's sake just yeah, yeah. give me my money back yeah yeah worst freebie ever it's a good it's a good thought can't... oysters would be one of mine quite well, honestly sti yeah. Yeah. sti yeah. 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 oysters <laughs> Can I also say, and this has got nothing to do with the science behind why we like freebies, but they often 
lead to good stories. That like, is you, so you true. You can yeah. say something pretty average, you, and it was free. And like, oh, okay, it's slightly better than average. I also always laugh when Christmas comes around and people go to those Christmas lands. It's always in the newspaper how awful they get, like kids get freebie at school to go and visit Father Christmas at one of these kind of made up Christmas fairs. And there's always something in the Daily Mail about how awful it is. That would be a bad freebie. And it's kind of like hungover elves wandering Mm. around and like a a wonky Santa with a stick on beard and things like that. That would be a disappointing freebie. Don't ever give me that for Christmas, please, Hamish. A ticket to a free Santa. World. I've just thought of another bad freebie which we, we, we've got is you get given like a hundred dollar voucher to um, like Airbnb for example yeah. we've got this company like Airbnb we've been given one hundred dollars like amazing the cheapest price of like the cheapest room is like six hundred dollars so oh like, yeah we're still down yeah <laughs> you're still down hard. that is a con that isn't a freebie actually they do that with um, kids at school so for example George came home last week with a ticket one free ticket to the circus So the circus people come to the school, (laughs) give one free ticket. You know that kid can't go on its own. And the tickets are about $100 each. So they come home waving the ticket in the air going, Mummy, Mummy, I've got a free ticket to the circus. When can we go? And then I was online looking at the prices and it was something like $250 with the free ticket for us all to go. So that is actually, it's disguised as a freebie, but it's actually a total con. Remember what my mum used to say about the circus? Tell George, circuses are for teenagers. Yes, I don't worry. I'll Sorry, be using no. that later. None, yeah. of your, none of your student friends will be going either, promise. <laughs> then you'll find out the next week. We yeah. all went to the circus, mummy. <laughs> oh, dear. So we know that humans generally like the feeling of receiving something for free. It makes us feel good, like we've cheated the system somehow. All of this adds to the temptation and the difficulty of saying no. What freebies have you been unable to turn down, even if you should have done, Vic, in your lifetime, including that profiterole? Well, as we've worked out in that last episode about spirituality, Hamish, I'm quite pessimistic about Mm. everything. I'm a bit suspicious of freebies nowadays. I'll tell you why. At the beginning of this sobriety journey, when I started writing, I never got anything for free. But nowadays people send me things. They send me alcohol-free drinks or they send me a T-shirt or they send me some energy drink or Mm. whatever it is. I get sent stuff. And the reason is it's not because they just want to send me a freebie. There is an underlying reason why which is that they want me to go on my instagram page and advertise their product do they say that they say we will send you this if you do this occasionally if they've put in the email um we're going to send you something if you put an instagram post out i generally write back and say that's not going to happen i'd rather not have the freebie it's an expectation Mm. Mm -hmm. of me so therefore i end up not trusting that product instantly i'll tell anyone that now i don't trust but I'm happy if you just send me something and for me to try it. And if I like it, I would probably mention it. But to say I'm going to send you something, it's it's like you're offering me something and mm. you're expecting something in return, which I understand it's business. And so therefore nothing is a freebie for me anymore. Okay. And it's the same when I'm asked to do interviews and podcasts and it's all my time being used up, used up. Everybody wants something for free because they then want me to post to go, oh, I was on this podcast the other day. Here are all my followers, Mm -hmm. all this work that I've done, Mm. spent ages making my business. Here it all is for you all of a sudden. There's always expectations. So I often don't say yes to things anymore, which is a shame. But you're looking at it from the receiving end of a freebie. Yes, what about when you give freebie? So if you want to send your book to someone or when you offered me this house, what 
were you thinking, you hadn't even started the podcast and you offered me this house. Were you thinking, I'm going to do a podcast. Yeah, I wasn't thinking Lucy a year Lucy will, in will do it for a couple of years yeah. and then maybe we'll want Hamish and it'll feel indebted to me because I gave him the house for a bit. That was just my people pleasery oh, coming yeah, out in full okay. form. Yeah. yeah, I hope he like. I, I can make him like me by me offering my house to him. <laughs> <laughs> but you're funny that you're asking that about me giving freebies. So actually, if I sent someone my book, yeah. I would obviously like them to share it on their Instagram page. So I understand why people do it. I'm not saying it's wrong. Mm. I'm just saying that nothing is for free. Yeah. That's what I think. What do you think the person that gave us the free tickets to Fat Boy Slim wants from us? He doesn't want anything. See? Genuine yeah. freebie. He yeah, is a genuine freebie yeah. because he is a lovely guy. So freebies from friends are maybe okay. Yes, freebies from friends and people you but trust. But they still have a little bit of an upper hand. They still, oh, I did give you those tickets. Yeah, I, owe him, I do feel like I own something yeah. only because he's so nice. Yeah, so I don't know. It is a really fascinating topic, actually, because is there anything actually for free? The reason I got those tickets for Air France, even though I was conning people, it was still them making money out yeah. of me, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. For the profiterole that was, was a genuine freebie. That was a genuine freebie. Yeah. That's why it went straight in the gullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah There yeah. was no questioning that. No. He didn't want anything from me. No. He didn't even want a thank you. No. You know, I was just took it. I didn't even say anything to him. I said, right, that's free, I'm in. Well, maybe that's it. Okay, well, and booze at events is a genuine freebie. It's a genuine maybe freebie. Maybe that's the issue, is food and drinks are genuine freebies. Wait, 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 though, Hamish. If you think about it, giving booze the first glass for free, mm. people are going to lose their inhibitions and they're going to spend more money. True. So therefore, perhaps they're giving the freebie so that they stay in the, re- the venue longer. Mm. That's often the thing when they're giving kids free meals at restaurants, like the circus yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's so that parents pay for a full meal. Also, they have in some pubs around here, they have child play areas where there's people there to look after them. So you can go, yeah. you can get the courtesy bus there, put your kids in the play area downstairs where there's someone to look after them, and you can go upstairs and drink. So you think it's a freebie and your kids are going to be like there but actually it's just a way of the pub keeping you inside more mm-hmm. it's a bit like casinos having blacked out yeah, windows yeah, yeah. it's all designed and it's, free booze and free booze in vegas it was free booze if you're sitting at the table exactly it's Great. all designed for you Wild. so is that for free or that's actually just causing you to have an addiction or a gambling problem mm. where it feels like you're getting a freebie it's really quite fucked yeah. up yeah okay Good episode. Yes. I knew there was yeah. something in that we always, trip. Yeah, we always like dig into it and realise halfway through the episode. When I read Hamish's episodes, I'm like, Hamish, what's freebies got to do with anything? And then when we get stuck into it, I'm like, oh God, I get it now. So your face full of profiteroles going ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you see me stuffing my face is, as we said, very inspiring sometimes. But of course, I never say no to free cake. I'm unable to turn down any sort of upgrades oh, for... Yeah flights and rooms or anything like that i'm also hear myself saying oh go on then a lot even if i want to say no i'm like oh go on then my people pleasing means i never want to disappoint people i'm unable to say no to dogs if dogs Mm -hmm. want anything i'm like yes of course but in regards to booze i have trained myself to always say no that is sobriety for me, that knowing. Being strong enough to always say no if it's free or if it's an old favourite or if it's a bitch day I've written here, Hamish. Yes. But I think I meant to say birthday. But I do have bitch days as well. Well, I was thinking, yeah, is that a day when you're a bitch or is it someone that you don't <laughs> like's birthday? It's someone yeah. I don't like. Yeah. It's actually just a spelling area. 
I like bitch day. Uh, whatever it is, I know I can say no to booze. And I think that's a stage that everyone will get to in sobriety. It's that knowing that you never need to worry about somebody coming up to you with a free bottle of champagne mm. like my husband was did it back in the day i know now deep inside me that i will always say no that strength has no weak spots if you would like to support the sober awkward podcast we're excited to announce that we've joined patreon patreon is a membership platform which allows you to give back for the content you love by buying sober awkward a cuppa once a month we can keep the giggles coming and continue sharing our sobriety message by joining Patreon, you get access to Sober Awkward merch, extra content, special promos and loads more. Just find the link in the show notes or head to patreon.com and search for Sober Awkward. And together we could learn how to feel the awkward and do it anyway. You know, I know a lot of people that give up for dry July or give up for January or give up for whatever. And boo, you know, if it's, free, if it's we won tickets to go out for dinner and the booze was included... Like, of course, they, that would break they have it. the exception. It would oh, break it. It will do it every day except for that day. Yep. So I'm sure it has been like the breaker of a lot of sobriety, yep. particularly in short term, particularly I'm going to do a month except for Thursday the 13th, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you were doing a month off and it was your mate's wedding, you would say, right, I'm going to do a month off, but I'm going to break it on that day because yeah. there's a free bar. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. I don't, I don't do that. If you can avoid it, it's you've got hard. To, it's, it's really so hard. hard. I understand how mm. that would be hard because it's free. Yeah. Crazy. Is there anything you can't say no to, Hamish? Well, I'm getting either stronger or duller, depending on how you <laughs> want to look at me. So, obviously, we've given up booze. Now we've also given up sugar. Now I also can't have caffeine after 11. Although, bonds a day, I did go after midday and mm. I was up all night. I was so, worried about you that so day. So, I do think it's dull. I, I think that I've, I've, not, I've got good self-will. Okay. But that does make me a bit dull. So at that Bonza thing, all everything there was sugar, except for, like I said, the Ratclair, which I had twice. Uh, even the drinks were all sugar. Obviously, there's alcoholic ones, but there was like loads of fizzy drinks, which is why I treated myself to a coffee after midday. Mm. Rock and roll. <laughs> Dallard. So I think I can say no to freebies that are either sugar or alcohol at the moment. Anything else, I would struggle. Like yep. the Ratclair, I had to go, had to yep. go ham on you it. You went double cheese. Yeah, and, and anything, you know, like... Key rings. If they were handing out bonds of key rings at that yeah. event, I'd have, I'd have grabbed a handful. Yeah, yeah, handful sure. of pens. Pens. I've got, I've got a bucket load of pens at my house. And free pens are yeah. always good, aren't free they? Free pens. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 there's not many freebies that I would say no to other than booze or sugar at the moment. Yeah. But because of the sugar thing, kids' parties are a bit of a challenge. Trigger. For me. I, I went to one just before I'd given up sugar. And just you feast. I mean, yeah. it's all sugar. Yeah. Fizzy drinks, cake, sweets. Fairy bread. Fairy bread. Oh, Hamish. Is have you not that, discovered the fairy is bread that candy yet? floss? No. Similar? In Australia, it was new for me when I arrived here. They get like normal bread, like sliced bread, yeah. put butter on it and sprinkle sprinkles on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, they and have that's that. called they yeah, fairy that. bread. Yeah, yeah. 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 They kids love delicious. it. Yes, yeah, it's delicious. It is delicious. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, sugar's what April. Fairy um, bread. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm definitely not going to kids' parties anymore. I reckon free booze. <laughs> you can't say that. Sonny yeah. and I are not going to kids' you parties until say I that. take up sugar. You cannot say that. You're not taking. He your doesn't child get invited to, to a lot. Parties. He's only little. But yeah, I reckon kids' parties 
are like the death of many a diet in the way that free booze at a wedding would be the death of many yes, a sobriety. Totally get uh, like that. They're, the, they're in the same world, those two. Yeah. Uh, but to talk about alcohol specifically for a second, I was able to turn down the booze at the weddings and the events in the UK or at that Bonza day because I, I was prepared. Like I knew they were yes. coming so I could get myself G'd up beforehand and say no, like I knew it was coming. Remember I told you a story early on on the podcast about that time we opened a beer at my house. Yes, and you pour it down the sink. I had to pour it down the sink. And that yeah. really hurt. Like I had my husband, my, my husband. Your I husband. Had my, I had my husband there, which is awkward for my wife. Yes. Now, I had my wife there and I had her dad there. Yes. And we'd open this beer and neither of them wanted to drink it. And it just sat there looking at me. And yeah. I was like, it's, it was, it was kind of, I guess, freebie and waste in the similar ballpark for me. Yes. So the fact I had to just pour it down the drain, it was brand new and full was quite hard for me but also because it was something you'd paid for it was hard to throw it away mm. but of course yes. if if that had been open and you'd got it for free and then poured it away you would well it was free anyway of i don't course. care okay yeah good mm. point good point and then obviously we've got this the bottle of champagne in our bedroom cupboard which is still sitting there yeah and i was given that as a gift and it's it's bollinger yeah and it still sort of haunts me like yeah. I, in my head when i think will i ever go back to drinking that bottle of Bollinger is what I think about quite a lot. Like, am I never going to drink that bottle of Bollinger? That's yeah. so fancy. It's, it's like the monster cupboard. under the bed, isn't yeah. it? It's kind of like taunting you. Yeah. yeah. Give it away to someone, Hamish. Yeah, but I'm not that generous. Yeah, true. You should have it. Someone should have it. <laughs> yeah, give it to someone else. I'll really gift it. If you get a bottle of Bollinger from me, you know that I didn't please buy don't, it. Please yeah. don't give it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's going to gonna haunt my cupboard then. <laughs> not to upset you by bringing up celebrities again here, Hame. Oh, God. But there is perhaps no coincidence that so many famous people struggle with alcohol and drug addiction. You hear stories of booze and drugs being readily available backstage for artists like Elvis or Prince and thousands of others. As a result, they become almost impossible to turn down until the point that an addiction develops into an early death. Yeah, that does make me feel slightly for celebrities. I guess for every free piece of clothing they might get, they also get the free booze and drugs. And at the end of the day, they're humans like any of us. So offer someone something that is highly addictive for free and you're asking for trouble. Yeah, definitely. Let's have a quick chat about alcohol as a treat. Yeah. Alcohol is so ingrained in our society, it's probably the one thing that is given away free the most, be it the complimentary glass of champagne on checking into a swanky hotel or a bottle of wine you are given from dinner guests. It is difficult to avoid even if you are sober. And for many of us, particularly in the early days, this can be a challenge. Yeah, so you've been sober over five years. How often do you think you've been in situations when you're faced with free alcohol? Probably a hundred to a thousand times by now, Hamish. Yeah. It's pretty much every time I socialise, mm -hmm. there's always someone offering a drink, isn't there? Or a free round yeah. or, yeah, it's it's everywhere. Sometimes a glass being offered, but mostly the idea being offered. People mm -hmm. kind of put that idea in your head, which is almost like a freebie in itself. What I mean is people suggest I should drink. Yeah. That's almost like a psychological freebie for me, which is kind of an indirect form of saying you should drink. I'll buy you a drink and therefore you can have it because mm -hmm. it's free. And that is kind of a mindfuck for anyone that's sober because they're just offering them an indirect way of saying you should be drinking because I'm offering you a yeah. free drink. You can't say no. And it puts people in a difficult position that I think. Did you ever struggle with that in the early days? I yes. Mean, today you wouldn't think twice, but the first few months? In the early days, somebody offering me a drink and me saying no was really, really hard. Mm. Yeah. 
because I always wanted to say yes to everybody and people were just being polite. It's not their problem. They weren't doing anything to, to offend me. They're just doing something that they thought was the right thing to do. But I did find that very triggery earlier on saying no. A few times it's happened at hospitals to me. I've spent a lot of time in hospitals in the past few years with Freddie's epilepsy and often I get a nurse saying, go on, love, go home, get yourself a bottle of wine on the way home. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. they were giving you booze in the hospital. That's what I mean by suggesting it. Suggesting it to me is almost like offering a freebie. It's like it puts it in my mind. It's like a free way of someone going, here, you haven't thought about it, but now you can. Yeah. I'm going to put yeah, this yeah. upon you. I got offered a beer at the hairdresser at the top of your street Oh, this yes, week. they give free beers. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that funny? That's quite hard as well because you're going, well, it's $25 for a haircut. Yeah. Beer's got to be five. Yeah, so it's like taking like, the money off. I just have the 20% discount. Yeah. <laughs> You should have said that. <laughs> I should have done. Dear, oh dear. Lucy, and when we went down to Melbourne, we did a bit of an episode of that about the alcohol being free and available in our room. There was a free mm. drink on arrival. And then when we got up to the room, it was all displayed like a cocktail bar in the yes. room. Which it wasn't free. You had to pay for it. But I don't think when you are offered something set up in your room in a display like that, mm. that you're thinking about the money, which I guess is why they put cocktail cabinets into hotel rooms yes. because you get back from a night out you don't care how much it costs you just want another drink and that's how they make money so actually it's kind of an underhand way of offering For you sure. alcohol isn't it well we're actually gonna do a whole episode on hotels i'm about yes. to go this weekend i'm going on holiday for a week through liz's work some fancy hotels yay and i'm going to write an episode about hotels whilst staying in one of these fancy hotels Excellent. see how much it comes up yeah it will definitely come up also of course on flights at check-ins at hotels at the theatre there's often at the yeah. Ed Sheeran concert there was somebody giving out tasters of free drinks really? yep what um, yep that was mostly children at yeah, that gig as well right, exactly at the gym my gym they had a night where they gave out free drinks funny actually funny you say that because when I I worked in a gym in Sydney and I remember the owner telling me that actually all of the trainers at the gym, so all of the yeah. all the PTs, there's like a massive like drugs and booze culture amongst the trainers because you are effectively healthy. Like you are, yeah. we can get smashed. Like we work out all day, every day. So, yeah, we're so functional. We've it. Yeah. Interesting that you said that. Yeah. But yeah all, uh, all the gym Christmas parties I've been to are the massive The gym Christmas parties, any of yeah, those gym one. events yeah. that I have, it's like people are like, we work hard, so therefore we are, our reward is going to be to get absolutely wasted yeah. and undo all of the good work yeah, that we've yeah, done. Yeah. But now actually in all of those situations, I must say I will defend myself in some way if someone's offering me a free drink. I will be like the sober warrior and just go, no, I don't drink. And I might even say, why are you offering people free drinks? Oh, like, really? I will have a comeback for that now. Say it's not appropriate or say, like, I'm sober or I'm an alcoholic. I will use that word in those situations oh. for shock purposes to go, sometimes it's not the right thing to do, offer somebody a free drink. I guess I have to do that. In the early days, yeah, I was embarrassed to say no. handing it out. I know. It's like a 19-year-old but... waiter and you go, why are you giving me free drinks? Yeah, it's not good, is it? Well, no, it's, it's, no, you're right to do it. I wouldn't be brave enough to do it. I sometimes wouldn't say it to the person, but I might write to management afterwards. There we go. In yeah. your children's handwriting. Yeah, this is actually, where it comes back a perfect to. example of this, okay? My son George did a speech competition um, for the local Lions Club, and the guy presenting it talked about alcohol three times. Said, Oh, yeah, let me hand you over to one of the judges. He's just had a couple of glasses of red wine, da 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 da. Mm. And it was normalizing alcohol in a, in a situation where the children mm. were just there to learn and grow and things. And I sent an email afterwards 
to yeah. the Lions Club saying it wasn't appropriate to introduce alcohol into that situation. It didn't need to be mentioned. It was totally irrelevant. And it was jokey the way he did it. Yeah. But I felt myself getting really annoyed. That's because I have to have a strong stance on it, I think. Yeah. I have to be staunch about alcohol now because that is my job, is to be mm -hmm. that person who's trying to change this normalisation, even when it's free. I feel the same way. I feel like I can't laugh about throwaway booze comments anymore. No, I can't laugh. Like, it makes me feel really anxious inside. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel exactly the same. You know, you don't want to pull them up. It's like when your friend used that homosexual slur mm. or somebody I know recently had not made... Not a friend. No, not a friend <laughs> anymore, no. It's that time where you realise like, you've got to turn this around and you've got to stand up for it. Yeah. And you've got to stand up for what you believe in. And that sometimes is calling it out, mm -hmm. calling out that actually you giving me free booze right now, or offering it to me is shaky ground for somebody that is an alcoholic or somebody that has a problem with booze. And maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to stand up for for sobriety. And it, I think that's a good thing. The most common freebie, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Even more than pens. Yeah. A lot of free booze. Yeah, probably mm. more than pens. I guess these situations are more or less challenging depending on your reasons for giving up. Given the fact that I was lucky enough to not be a problem drinker, one of my main motivators for giving up alcohol was to save money. I was aware that I was a new dad, that my wife was not going to be working so much, and that the onus fell on me. So any money that I was saving on booze, I could put towards my family. As a result, free alcohol, on the surface of it, didn't appear to have any downsides. And of course, the longer you're sober, the more you realise the other benefits of choosing this life. There are far more downsides to breaking your sobriety over a free bar than there are benefits. That is totally true. Which is why I'd guess that free booze is a bigger challenge to us in the early days of our sobriety than further down the line. We know that over 30% of people who attempt to stop drinking relapse in their first year of sobriety. Do you know that? That, yeah. I've said we know. I did not know that. Until I would have I, thought it was I... more, quite honestly. Really? Yeah. More than 30% give up in the first year? Yeah, I would have thought it was more. I, yeah. It depends how long they're attempting for, you know, if they're yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. But if they're going for, an ever, for a forever sobriety, I would say it would more people would relapse than that. I think it takes a lot of relapses for some people. For me, I never relapsed. No. I, I knew the day that I give up, I felt that utter sense of relief that it was forever. Mm. But for some people, I think it takes a lot of failure. I mean, I moderated for those four years and failed. Yeah, of course. Those were my failures mm. that led to a long-term sobriety. I think most people would have a few slip-ups along the way until they reached the point where they've had enough of those slip-ups and then it leads to a more long-term sobriety yeah, yeah. so, so yeah i'm be, not surprised by that got to be cautious in that first year definitely one of the reasons that saying no can be challenging is because the alternatives are often so dull if you don't want the complimentary glass of bubbles they can fetch you an orange juice it's not very appealing is no. it hamish and for those of you that don't want any cake a bowl of fruit will be doing the rounds yeah, you've got to make some funky bliss balls in that situation, <laughs> haven't you? I want something more exciting. For stronger people than me, this would not phase them at all, but it really grates me. Rather than beating the system, I feel like I'm being ripped off. Yeah, for sure. Our society is structured in a way that we think alcohol as a freebie is a treat. Or really anything bad for you is a treat. Chocolate, cake, sweets, booze, all of it. We have not yet learned that there are treats out there that don't have to harm your health. So I wrote that. Oh, treats out there that don't have to have to harm your health. <laughs> yeah. I thought, okay, because I'm walking into a hotel. Come on, yeah, list them. And what do they offer me that isn't booze or cake that I would be like, yes, Bliss Ball, not a bad answer. Yeah, but it's still chocolate, isn't it, Bliss Ball? Yeah. You've got to have a bit of chocolate I, honestly, or peanut butter I in it. I don't know if there is. I don't know if we as a society have come up with like good freebies that aren't 
bad for you. I totally agree with you. Food-wise. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, I would... If I... I tell you what, you're going to think I'm a right weirdo now. If I go to a hotel and there's more than one type of muesli from a machine, yeah. Yeah. that I'm a happy girl. Mm, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Breakfast included hotels are... It's my favourite thing in the holiday. It's my favourite thing too. By far the best thing in the holiday. Do you eat too much though? Every time. And do you say, all right, make sure you eat too much and then we won't have lunch. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I'm at my clock at 11.30 going, right, what should we have for lunch then? Well, you've got the napkin over your lap and then a few bread rolls may or may not fall into the napkin and then into your bag over the course of breakfast for lunch. And a banana. Yeah, banana, sure. Banana in your pocket. Yeah. A few slices of ham in your top pocket, sorted for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know what I would class as like the best, the best healthy freebie. I love cereal, but cereals are contributing even yeah, that. So if even I got to a fancy hotel, they were like, here's a bowl of cereal for you. I'd be like, oh, thank you very much. Coconut yogurt, that'd be quite a nice treat for me. Coconut or a yogurt. Coconut yogurt and yeah, a massage. Granola. Or a coconut yogurt massage. <gasps> Lovely. Yeah. yeah, I've just created that in my own brain. Have I told you about the reason that Liz and I end up moving in together the coconut oil story yes we've heard yeah, that on this that's, podcast that's before not... all we'll say is that there was a handprint in the coconut oil and it wasn't for cooking no <laughs> and that was the start of listening yeah, new together. listeners can listen back to that episode yeah. i think it was quite early on wasn't it Amish? yes until the world catches up to the healthy freebies you're probably going to be faced with a situation where alcohol is offered to you for free so how can you prepare yourself for when this situation arises One of the things you can do is remember your reasons why choosing sobriety. We think about this answer all the time in every episode. Mm. Whenever you're questioning your sobriety, you have to remember the reasons why you started not drinking. But don't remember saving money too hard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Forget that one and then all the other ones will come forward. Although, to be fair... If you play the tape forward, if one free drink today leads you to picking up an alcohol addiction again, that freebie is not free. It ends up costing you a lot. That is a very perfect way of putting it, Hamish. A freebie can end up costing you everything. Mm -hmm. Yep. Try to have a sober buddy with you at any event where this might arise. Ideally, someone further into their sobriety than yourself. Like going to an event with some sober mates, which I've done a few times, is like having a support wall standing behind Mm -hmm. you because you know everyone's going to say no and you don't feel like a weirdo then. Mm -hmm. Ask for an alternative and don't be disappointed if it's orange juice or... (laughs) yeah coconut yogurt i mean things are changing on that front a bit i hope so they are making more things available even with food hamish i think that people are being a bit more creative with non-sugar products and all sorts of things in on the booze front Mm -hmm. as well loads of good alcohol free drinks now if it does help you keep your sobriety then there's nothing wrong in indulging in the unhealthy drinks or the unhealthy treats we just want you to stay on track that is obviously hard if you've also been fooling enough to give up sugar like we have yeah yeah it takes a lot of the fun treats off off the menu um hamish i do need to talk to you about my sugar-free times because have, rel- have you relapsed again no i on? did have a chocolate at uh my mum's 80th birthday on saturday they were free in the middle of the table they were free in the middle yeah. of the table so i stuffed I one didn't. in my mouth but i do have my glucose intolerance chest tomorrow I have to go every year because I'm mm-hmm. on the cusp of having diabetes. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what... I don't think that one chocolate will affect me. I'm hoping that because I haven't been doing sugar that I don't have to take medication for diabetes. Okay. But I'll let you know by the end of the week. That's good. Okay, that is a good yeah. update. Don't put yourself in situations until you feel confident, which is hard because 
sometimes you go to an event that you would never expect there to be freebies at and there are like you go to a hotel or going or you went to a restaurant and you told them it was a sobriety a sober group and you still got given booze we still got given booze we got given yeah peronis that had alcohol in yeah. them by accident I mean, that's what I mean, Hamish. There will always be another freebie somewhere down the line. I think the main thing to remember here, unfortunately, is that alcohol is everywhere, free or not. I know at the start I called it unexpected alcohol at the beginning of this podcast, but I think I'm going to change that now to expected alcohol because no matter how hard we try to avoid the stuff, it pops up bloody everywhere. I think the lesson here is to expect it, plan for it, so that if it suddenly is shoved under your nose or into your hand, you know how to handle it. And that is with a firm, I don't drink. There are plenty of reasons that someone might relapse, and we know that the biggest risk of all to your sobriety is during that first year. As a result, you need to prepare yourself for, to face any challenge. Free booze and the temptation that it brings is an almost unavoidable one that you will face. I'm trying to break the chain a little in my household. I no longer give alcohol as a gift. That is one way of breaking the normalisation of drinking in our society. Maybe you gave up alcohol to save money like I did. Or maybe you just love a freebie and don't want anything to go to waste. Either way, it's important to remember that free opportunities to drink can trip you up in your sobriety. It simply isn't worth it in the long run. Yeah, that is so true. It is just not worth it. I know it's tempting because it's free, but think about all that money you'll save in the long, long run being a sober hero. Of course. Shall we finish with a quote, Hamish? Yes, I think you'll like this first one. Go on in. Oh, yeah. Sandra Bullock. I'll do anything for free stuff. Yeah, I'm with her. <laughs> Simple. I'm with her. There. <laughs> yeah. I like that as even a quote. I like yeah. someone's taking the effort to go, yeah, sweet, we'll put that online as a standalone <laughs> quote. A standalone quote. <laughs> yeah. I'll do anything for free stuff. Okay, the next one is Sonam Kapoor. He says, I don't spend much because lots of it is freebies, though usually I pay. Oh, that's exactly that's, what I was that's saying. That's what we're saying. Is anything really free? So, yes, Hamish, next time you're offered a free pen, are you going to say yes or no? Always. Are they want always going to say yes? Always yes. And what do you say now if somebody offers you a free beer? Do you have an alternative that's not got any sugar in it? Yeah. Yes, all sparkling water, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that is always the alternative, isn't it? Yeah. Sparkling water. Sparkling water. Add a bit of lemon, a bit of uh, elderflower cordial, Hamish. Oh, that's my favourite. Yes, it's my favourite too. Jazz it up with a party stick, a straw, a little umbrella. I've got to bring all these things with me. I can't. I couldn't have a pocket full of straws and party hats. We went to Bonza to we, Melbourne. Care if we don't poke your bottom with yeah. a with a straw? Oh no, with a cocktail stick. But the important thing to remember here is end of the podcast, Vic. Do you think I'm stingy, or do you think I'm just trying to help people with freebie chat? I think you're stingy. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought you were going to say. And would do anything like Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yes, for, for, for free stuff. I'd happily do Sandra Bullock for free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> good, good point to finish on. Hello, Sandra. Thanks for listening, Sandra. <laughs> if you're questioning your relationship with booze, you're struggling to moderate, or your hangovers are causing anxiety, it might be time to reach out for some support. Yeah, just talk to a mate about how you're feeling, contact a local doctor, find an AA or sobriety group. fix has got one. Yeah, just head to www.cuppa.community. Remember, if you're questioning yourself, it might be time to seek support. Even though this journey can be awkward, it is definitely worth it. 
And if you've enjoyed the Sober Awkward podcast, don't forget to review it, rate it, and share it with your mates. Do they have to share it with their mates? Yeah, of course they do. I'm not doing this for nothing, Hamish. Bloody hell. How do they share it? Hi there. I wanted to tell you about a podcast that I think every single one of you will benefit from. It's called Therapy Works and it's hosted by me, Julia Samuel. I'm a best-selling author and psychotherapist. I invite you into my therapy room where I speak to either a known or unknown guest. Topics range from the difficulties of divorce, a life-changing illness, to the struggles of motherhood. Search Therapy Works now wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. So, as you probably know, my comedy memoir, A Thousand Wasted Sundays, is officially out. All my magnificent fuck-uppery in one awkward hit. If you'd like to get your hands on a copy, it's now available from all good bookstores. We always say all good bookstores, don't we? Yeah. Are, there, are there bad bookstores? There's probably ones with moody, moody what? sellers. Oh, yeah, really yeah. depressed librarian folks. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Good, yes. Good. So there are probably some, but we're only storing it in the good ones. It's only made it into the goodies. <laughs> You can also get it from all good online retailers. The print version and ebook are out now, and the audio book will be available in March. I've been writing my memoir for five years. It will make you laugh, cry, and cringe, and hopefully inspire a few people to reconsider their relationship with booze. If you love the podcast, then I think you'll love the book, even if I do say so myself. Hamish has read it. What did you think? 
I feel like I know a little bit too much about you now, to be honest, Vic. Look, I really loved it. It was hilarious and surprisingly moving, but I feel like I've seen you naked in a literary sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that's worrying. Yeah. Yeah. From an emotional point of view, seriously, it wobbled my teeny weeny wooden heart, Vic. Okay. <laughs> my teeny little wooden heart. Well, his teeny little, his wooden heart is broken. Anyway, so if you do manage to get your filthy mitts on a copy, please do me a favour and head to goodreads.com and give me a review. Doing that will help me get it out there to those that need a bit of sober support. So there you have it. My story, unwanted warts and all. Come and get awkward with me. Not to be too demanding or anything, but seriously, go and buy it Yeah, now. go and buy it. Go and buy it right now. Yeah, don't just tell your friends. Buy it and then buy your friends one or two. Yeah, yeah, don't give them a copy. Yeah. Buy it, yeah. And you know what? Don't be careful where you store it. If you lose it, you can always buy another yeah, five. Yeah, buy another one. Yeah. <laughs>